This can be found on page uh, 1207 of the Church Bibles. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for everybody, every good work. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you so much, Jacob. Uh, as you can as you can probably hear, I'm uh, losing my voice, which I know try not to be too happy about. Um, <laughs> let's let's pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you that you've given us uh, this book, the Bible, through which you've, uh, you've spoken to us and you, you show us who you are. And we pray that as we reflect on, uh, on what we've just heard Jacob reading for us this morning, that you would uh, be with us and speak to us through it. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, since, the, since the start of the new year, uh, we've been thinking as a church about how we can abide in Jesus, how we can root ourselves in him, and how we can allow his life to flow into us and change us from the inside out. And we've said that believing the right things alone isn't enough. Uh, we've got to work that truth down from our heads into our hearts if it's really going to change us and transform us. We only truly believe something when we act as if it's true. Now, uh, I could hear uh, lots of great discussion uh, earlier, lots of things about people sharing the different uh, Bible stories or verses or passages that have meant a lot uh, to them. Uh, and so we're, we're going to be thinking a little bit more this morning about the Bible. Uh, so we've been looking at different practices, different things that, 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 that Christians do to, to help anchor us in God's presence and make us more like Jesus. So, so far we've looked at worship, we've looked at prayer, we've looked at time in silence and solitude, we've looked at community, and this week we're looking uh, in particular at the role of studying the Bible. And one of, our, one of our values as a church is that we want to be a church that thinks biblically, uh, what does that mean? What does it look like for you and me in our daily lives? That's what we're going to be thinking about. And so in this time that we've got together, we're going to see, see three things uh, about the Bible. We're going to see what the Bible is, what the Bible does, and what the Bible's for. And then I want to try and lead us in a bit of an exercise after that so that we actually uh, put it into practice. So first thing, what is the Bible? What is the Bible? Jacob. Yeah, it's a book that's about, about God. Fantastic. Yep, what were you going to say? It has a lot of stories in it, yeah. God's holy book. Yeah, brilliant. So the Bible is a book. Well, actually, you know what? It's actually a library of books. Uh, but what kind of a book is it? Now, uh, some people treat uh, the Bible uh, like God's manual for life that is just dropped out of heaven right like that for us. Uh, 
Other people treat it like a bit of a a theology dictionary, uh, so to answer all of our questions about God. uh, And still others kind of treat it like a a grab bag of uh, of nice, inspiring quotes that give you the, 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 the spiritual equivalent of a caffeine hit. But here's the thing, the Bible wasn't written as a rule book or a theology dictionary or a collection of inspiring sayings and stories. The Bible is, at its simplest, as Jacob said, a story. Uh, It's a love story. It's an adventure story. It's also, very importantly, a true story. Uh, In fact, the, the Bible isn't just one book, but a whole library of books telling one big story that leads to Jesus. But the Bible is also a very different kind of book from other stories that you might read, like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. Uh, the, the Apostle Paul tells us in the reading that we've just heard that, that the Bible is God-breathed. God-breathed? What, what do you think that means? God-breathed. Anyone have any idea? What, what might that mean? Inspired? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, right at the back. Is it? Yeah. So it's a living, yeah, it's a living word. Brilliant, fantastic. So the 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 Greek word is theopneustos. Uh, do you want to try saying that after me? Theo, neustos. Very good. Brilliant. Well done. Do you want to come and do, finish this for me, Maddie? Um, literally, breathed out by God. Uh, now, that's not saying that humans had no part in it or, or that they were just blind, uh, you know, just dictated to, uh, but it's saying that the Bible comes from God, uh, that God speaks to us through the Bible. And, and that's why at the end of the reading, like Jacob did, what were, the words that, what, what were the words he said at the end, Jacob? Do you remember? He said, this, this is the word of the Lord. It's how God speaks to us. Uh, St. Augustine, who was a Christian from about 1,700 years ago, said that the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, are letters from home. Love that. Now think about the way that you, you read a letter or a card from a friend or a family member. And then compare that to how you read a letter from HMRC. (laughs) You read them differently, don't you? Uh, So we mustn't try reading the Bible in the same way that we would read a letter from HMRC. Uh, We try to listen for God's voice in what we're reading. A God who knows us and loves us and invites us as we're reading it to know him and love him better. So studying the Bible as a spiritual discipline means reading it like a love letter from God, addressed to you personally. Second, what the Bible does. So let's look at the next thing that Paul says about the Bible. He says that it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Now, I love the way that Eugene Peterson uh, translates this verse. He puts it like this. He says, Every part of Scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way. That's what the Bible does if we let it. You see, when when we find out the truth about who God is and what God's like, we're reading the Bible. 
But when God shows us the truth about ourselves, we're allowing the Bible to read us. And that's the challenge. That's the challenge. Uh, That's what we're called to do. Because God doesn't just want us to know about him. He wants us to to know him. Uh, So there won't be an entrance exam on Bible trivia to get into heaven. St. Peter won't be standing at the pearly gates going, so uh, can you repeat for me what John 3.18 says? No? Sorry, not allowed in. That's not how it works. God gives us the Bible so that we might know him and have a relationship with him. So we read the Bible, first and foremost, for, uh, not for information, but for transformation, to change us. Uh, Paul lists four things the Bible would do for us if we, uh, if we let it read us. First, it teaches us. It tells us the truth about God, about ourselves, about what a life well-lived looks like. And it can do that because it is from God. So God tells us who God is, and God tells us who we are and what life's all about because he made us, and he, know why, he knows why he made us. Second, the Bible rebukes us. What does that mean? Anyone? What, what does that mean? Jacob, did you have your hand up? What do you think rebuke means? Yeah, going from bad to good, yeah. Yeah, so it, the Bible tells us when we're, when we're going the wrong way. It reveals the ways that we've turned our backs on God and God's plan for human life and when we've chosen to go our own way instead. It shows us uncomfortable truths about who we are. It shows us when we're in the wrong. And, it, and again, the Bible can do that because it's from God. And God is the ultimate benchmark of what's true. And third, the Bible corrects us. That is, it shows us where we've gone wrong. Now, when, if, you're, if you're at school and, and you're, you've been doing some maths homework uh, and the teacher kind of puts a, a cross, I'm not sure, are you allowed to do that anymore? I don't know. Um, next, to, next to some maths, maths work that you've done, is the, point, are, are the, is the teacher doing that just so that they can kind of gloat and say, no, nah, you don't know what two plus two is? <laughs> Thank you, Russ. Um, they're doing it because they're correcting your homework because they want you to get better. Uh, you know, it's not going to be good for you to go through life thinking two plus two is five. That is going to hinder you somewhere down the line, probably pretty quickly. So God's aim isn't just to make us feel guilty, but to get us on the right track. And again, the Bible can do that because it's from God and God knows everything. He knows what the right track is and whether we're on it or not. And fourth, the Bible teaches us or trains us in righteousness. Now, righteousness is a very churchy word, isn't it? Has anyone kind of used the word righteous this week in conversation? Did you say, that is a really righteous outfit you're wearing today? (laughs) That burger I had last night was righteous. Anyone? There you go. I commend it to you. Um, we, we don't really use it in everyday life, do we? So I like the way Eugene Peterson puts it when he says that the Bible trains us to live God's way. That's what it means. Uh, that's what righteousness means. God's way. 
So the Bible not only gives us a picture of what a life lived to the full looks like, but if we let it, it will show us how to experience it for ourselves. Why? Again, because the Bible is from God. And it's a one big story that leads to Jesus, who both embodies that life lived to the full and who empowers us to live it. So third, uh, what the Bible is for. Why does God give us the Bible? Paul tells us right there at the end of uh, that reading, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So God doesn't give us the Bible uh, so that we can read it and go, oh, that's nice. God gives us the Bible so that it will shape our lives. Uh, God doesn't, want, uh, doesn't just talk about love in the Bible as a nice idea. God wants, us to use, uh, wants to use the Bible to make us a kind of people who love him and love one another. So why uh, does a new car or a new DVD player or a, a new washing machine have a manual? Because they want you to drive the car or to watch a film or to be able to wash your clothes. Why does God give us the Bible, which tells us about who he is, who we are, and what our life well-lived looks like? Because he wants us to know him, to know ourselves, and to live a good life. Simples. So the Bible is for living. The, the words on the pages are, are ideas, but God wants us to press through the words to the thing that they actually talk about. So when you go to a restaurant and you're, you're given a menu... And you think, oh, quite like the sound of that steak and chips. Do you eat the, the words on the page that say steak and chips? I hope not. The words on the menu aren't the meal, but they're there to help you get the meal. And in the same way, we, if we don't actually live the Bible, if the Bible doesn't actually live in us, we've missed the point. Uh, Thomas Watson once encouraged Christians, uh, he said, walk so that... If we could suppose the Bible to be lost, it might be found again in your lives. So the Bible is a bit like a Shakespeare play. Yes, of course you can study it. You can look at Shakespeare's rhyme and verse. You can analyze his choice of words and his use of metaphor. But it will only have its full impact when you see it performed, when it comes to life. One of the gospel writers, John, talks about Jesus as the word made flesh. In other words, everything that God wants to say to the whole world in a person. Well, the astonishing truth is that God wants his word to become flesh in us too, in you and in me. Uh, so let me just share with you some wonderful words that someone called Henry Nowen explained uh, the goal of our study of the Bible. He says this, Spiritual reading is food for our souls. As we slowly let the words of the Bible or any spiritual book enter into our minds and descend into our hearts, we become different people. The word gradually becomes flesh in us and thus transforms our whole beings. Thus, spiritual reading is a continuing incarnation of the divine word within us. In and through Jesus the Christ, God became flesh long ago. In and through our reading of God's word and our reflection on it, God becomes flesh in us now and thus makes us into living Christ for today. That's the goal. 
So what is the Bible? The Bible is God speaking to us through one big story that leads to Jesus. What does the Bible do? It teaches us the truth about God, about ourselves, about the good life. It seeks to set us on the right path and it trains us in the way of Jesus. What's the Bible for? The Bible is for living. To be experienced as a bright, burning reality played out in our everyday, ordinary lives. So let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your words. We thank you for the Bible. Help us to hear you speaking to us through it. May it shape our lives. And may it live in us more and more. Today, tomorrow, and always. Amen.